Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Hi, writers. Welcome to episode number 35 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron, and I'm so glad you're here. Today is a super special episode because I'm talking to my friend, Adrienne Bell. Adrienne is legit one of my favorite people. She is solid. She doesn't blow smoke. She just shows up and she does the work and she does it with joy. And um, I have been delighted and inspired by her from the moment we very first met, which was probably back in 2008, I want to say, 2008, 2009, um, somewhere in there. I want to share with you really quickly because we don't talk about it in the interview, but um, the day that she quit her day job to go full-time writing, uh, she and I are very similar in our work ethic. Um, We have always worked. We've always worked very hard. We've always worked jobs with very long hours, uh, jobs that are just exhausting um, jobs that we needed to support ourselves and to support our families. And she and I are the kind of people who never, who never think about just up and quitting and doing something fantastic and new because the job is there. We need to go to the job. Um, But we both wanted out of our job so badly. So I think it was probably two years, a year and a half or so before I quit my job last year. um, She quit hers. And she came to my job on her way to quit. And because my where I worked was literally on her way and she needed some moral support. Um, And I really wanted to give that to her. I'm I'm not sure how well I did. But but the look on her face as she was driving to make that announcement to her bosses, give her notice, um, was something I'll never forget. She was absolutely 100% terrified. And I could understand that terror um, in a limited way because I don't have kids. But um, I wanted to have that terror for myself. And she was one of the people who, when I was so scared to quit my job, completely certain that I would end up living in a sleeping bag full of holes um, under the bark tracks. She was the one who kept telling me, no, it's just going to work out. You're just going to make it work. It just works. You just work harder. And uh, I I don't know if I, I'm, I'm sure I'd be here without her, but I wouldn't be here so strongly. And so it's just a treat and a joy to interview her. Um, you'll love her writing and you'll really enjoy this interview because she is truly inspiring. I'm going to stop praising her to the heavens now because if she's listening, she's blushing. I know her. Um, a little update from what's been going on in my world. Yesterday, I sent the first 25,000 words of the thriller to my agent, which was uh, in itself terrifying because this book um, is important to me. I've shared with you before, this book scares me in a way that a book hasn't done in a long time, just because it is such a new jump into a new genre. Because it is a new genre, I need to write it on spec. I need to finish the whole book uh, before my agent can take it out and try to sell it. Uh, Because I've crashed and burned so many different um, parts of my writing career so far as... uh, in, in different areas, I need to have a good book all the way together. I couldn't sell it just on proposal. Um, 
And if that scares you, it shouldn't. Everybody in publishing <laughs> crashes and burns. I uh, I love writing the the mainstream literary fiction, and um, it's one of my passions. And it doesn't sell. So um, I'm moving on to something new. I'm continuing with the romance. I'm continuing. I'm moving on to the thriller. I'd love to write uh, mainstream lit again at some point. Um, after the thriller, after we try this experiment. So it's a grand experiment. It's big. It's exciting. And uh, that's where I am. 25K in, 28 or 29 now. And um, I'm loving it. It's really fun. It's um, compelling and exciting. And I'm sure I'm going to hit that, you know, 45,000 word mark soon. And it will all go to hell and I'll hate it. Worse than anything I've ever done before. Uh, but that's just part of the process. So I'm expecting that. Um, I am about to announce a writing retreat in Savannah in July, the week before RWA National. It's going to be for three days. If you're interested in coming, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to spend the mornings writing in a fabulous hotel and then the afternoons exploring. Um, so if you're interested in that and hearing about that when it goes live, make sure you're on my writers list. You can subscribe to that at rachelherron.com slash write. And I also want to take a moment to say a sincere thanks to new patrons, Malena Toretta, beautiful name, Zan Tao Yang, also a beautiful name, and Tracy, which happens to be a name I've always liked. Um, thank you for supporting me on Patreon. I wish you buckets and buckets and buckets of written words, words that you are going to be thrilled and delighted by. Um, that is what I wish for you. And to all my current patrons, I want to say thank you. I can't tell you how much it means to have you guys like at my back while I create these essays on creativity. Um, and you will get the book when it comes out. Everyone who is a Patreon supporter. Right now, I am working on an essay about finding what feels good in your creative work. Um, so often we hurl ourselves at our creative work and then we run up against something that just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't fit. Um, how do we handle that and where do we go from there? That's what I've been working on right now. So that's been really fun. Again, thank you to all of you who support at any level, at absolutely any any level. I have to say, though, that my favorite level is the $3 an essay level where you get texts from me and there's a whole bunch of back and forth communication as I get to know you guys as we're just texting back and forth, which is fantastic. Um, so if you're interested in that, patreon.com slash Rachel. And now let's jump into the interview um, because you are going to be delighted by the delightful Adrienne Bell. Enjoy and happy writing. Hey, you're a writer. Did you know that I send out a free weekly email of writing encouragement? Go sign up for it at rachelherron.com slash write. And you'll also get my Stop Stalling and Write PDF with helpful tips you can use today to get some of your own writing done. Okay, now on to the interview. Okay, well, I could not be more pleased today to welcome my good friend, Adrienne Bell. How are you, Adrienne? I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm so happy to talk to you. I talk to fabulous people on this podcast, as you know, but um, I always think that the most fabulous are my people. And listeners, Adrienne is in my, is she's in my writing group. She's, she's one of my people. She's the one that I call crying for help. Um, she <laughs> is in our circle, in our small circle of writing friends in the Bay Area here. The really, you know, selective circle that we've made over the years. Um, Adrienne is the plot whisperer. And in fact, Adrienne, I have a note on my, um, in my bullet journal to talk to you about a plot problem I have. So soon I'm going to be calling you because I really... All right, right after, right after this. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm ready for that. I just know that you are in my plan for execution. 
Well, let That's me give so you a cute. short little intro for those who might not know you. Adrienne Bell is a wife and mother of two. She's lived her whole life in Northern California, and she has a deep abiding love of all things Disneyland and supernatural. She is the author of One Lucky Night, as well as the Second Service and the Sinner Saints series. And Hook, her new book from the Exiles of the Realm, just came out this week on February 14th, 2017. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I'm really excited about this one. I am too, and I personally... (laughs) cannot wait to read it. So let's jump in and talk about your writing process sure. because you are, you're, you're one of those writing dynamos. You, you are, I've, I love seeing that about you. Um, what is the best time of day for you to write and where do you do your writing? I write mostly in the morning. I can write at night, but I really prefer to write in the morning. My brain works well after sleep. It just, <laughs> Weird. as the day goes on, it gets worse and worse until like, you know, at eight o'clock at night, I am just a little puddle of nothing on my couch. I can do it then, but good work isn't going to come out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can write pretty much anywhere. Um, like it says, I'm a mother of two. And I think when you're a mom, you get used to, or when you're a parent, anybody's a parent, you get used to writing anywhere. I prefer to write at my desk mm-hmm. um, or on my couch, in my bed, if I can, anywhere where pajamas are... <laughs> optional but uh, acceptable exactly <laughs> preferred dare we say yes, preferred. <laughs> um but you know I, I can i like to write at panera too i don't know what it is about panera that you can buy your cup of coffee and get like your table rent for I, an afternoon i feel like panera is you introduced me to panera and i feel like it is soulless in the best way it is. That's exactly what's right. It, it, there is nothing offensive in Panera <laughs> at all. Nothing that will distract you. Nothing no. that will catch your attention. Nothing interesting at nothing. all. The coffee Just, is will, serviceable. Exactly. Nothing that. to distract your attention at all. <laughs> I really like it. And they do not give a shit if you sit there all day. No, not, not at all. Buy your cup at of all. coffee, buy your muffin. It is table rent. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and how do you write? Are you longhand, computer... Well, it depends. It, all my pre-work, I do longhand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's two different parts of my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my pre-work is longhand. I can't do my pre-work on computer. What kind of pre-work so, are you talking about? Um, writing down what the story is going to be about, writing mm-hmm. about the characters, writing what the plot's going to be. Um, oh, here, I'll show you. I would love to see. Look. Okay, like so you've got a spiral bound notebook. New- it looks like you're using black ink. Exactly. And so I will write down little, um, just little notes for myself, uh, the way the story is going to flow, what act one is going to be, what act two is going to be, what the second part of act two is going to be. All that has to be in longhand for my brain. But when it comes to doing words, actual narrative words, that has to be computer. And you are, you use Scrivener, right? I do. Yeah. 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 I do. I think, I think so many of us do. I'm always, yeah. I think I always ask that question because I'm always waiting for somebody to say, well, I use um, D-Box 12. And I'm going to go, what's D-Box 12? Is it amazing? I want it. Ask Lisa Huey. She still uses Word Perfect. <laughs> and she loves it. I know people, including Lisa, who swear, live and die by Word Perfect. They just adore it. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I yeah. can find that. How do you Definitely. refill the creative well when you're running dry? Um. I really, it's funny. I really like being a fan of other things. You're a good fan. I love being a fan. Yeah. I really love it. Um, 
So it doesn't matter what it is, like fan of movies, fan of TV shows, fan of uh, books, comic books, things like that. I think uh, all those different kinds of storytelling Mm -hmm. teach you different things to bring to your own work. So like TV shows, like I love the TV show Supernatural, like half my toys up here are all Supernatural. (laughs) What what do you love about it? Um, It teaches you, well, it's taught me um, how to bring uh, an audience back again and again to an ongoing storyline. Oh, interesting. How to give them what they want, your audience what they want, how not to give them what they want, you know, how to disappoint them, but still hook them for the next one. You know, it's like a masterclass. Um, It really is. And movies do the same thing. You can, in movies that you're really a fan of, you can see, you know, how the director points your eye exactly at what they want you to see. Mm. And only that, um, comic books are great for that too. They can show you, you know, show you so much information in such a tiny amount of time. So I really get it by being a fan of other things. That is such an excellent answer. I absolutely love that. (laughs) What is the worst writing advice you've ever been given? Okay. So sharpen your pitchforks. (laughs) We're coming for you. (laughs) I know. Um, The worst that I've ever gotten was the write every day. Yeah. I've had a couple people say that. Yeah. Um, What, What does not work for it for you? I, I get what's behind it. It's that prioritize your work, mm-hmm. you know, make your writing important to you. Um, and I think you people have that knowledge inside, whether that's true for them or not, mm. you know, mm-hmm. if they really are prioritizing their work or not. But I can remember when I was working full time, mm-hmm. I would get up in the morning, I would go to work. Uh, my husband and I worked different shifts so that we wouldn't need daycare. We have uh, two boys. One of them has special needs. So it wasn't like daycare was an option. Mm -hmm. So I would get home from work and then I would have another shift here at home with that. And some days I couldn't write. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. Um, And hearing that advice that if you don't write every day, you're not a writer. I think it. I, I get where it's coming from. You're trying to tell people, value your work, believe in yourself, hone your craft, you know, but it's, you have to take care of yourself too. And that would be and devastating to hear and internalize. It, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. What happened for me was when I started running uh, and started training for half marathons, um, I got the opposite advice, which sort of changed things for me, mm. which was, Whatever you do, don't run every day. It is very bad for you to run every right, day. Right, right. And so that sort of changed my mentality because they say, you know, you need to take care of yourself. You need this downtime to heal. You need oh, wow. to refill. And so, you know, don't run when you're exhausted. Don't run when you're hurt. And so I sort of took that and put it into writing. Don't That's... write when you're exhausted. Don't write when you're hurting. That's super take gorgeous. Take care of yourself because you're not... This isn't a sprint. It is right. a marathon. You have to keep going. And doing that makes you a runner. And does, taking yeah. those rests in your writing makes you a writer. And I and I really want to Definitely. call back what you just said about um, asking yourself and internally knowing the answer yeah, already, you, uh, whether you're yeah. doing your best. 
Yeah, exactly. We know the we know the true answer when we ask ourselves that. We do. Yeah. yeah. And we know if this is something that we're trying to show everybody else or if the answer is, yes, I am a writer. I am a writer. And you know what? Me going to bed at eight o'clock at night is not going to change that. It's going to only help me be a continue to survive this life exactly. in order to be a writer. I love that, exactly. Adrienne. Thank you. That's perfect. Um, what writing secret, wait, I have to say that all over again because my I'm so excited about what we were just talking about. What secret writing tip of awesomeness did you discover the hard way? I, I loved this question. I had to think about it so long and hard. I absolutely loved it. Um, and what I came up with is that, uh, for me, the hard way, I struggled with voice for a long time, that concept of what in the world is voice, mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those things where you go to, you know, so many chapter meetings of RWA, um, and you, you hear people talk about it, but what is it? And so, uh, for me, it was when I learned that voice is as much what you don't put into your book as what you do. Wow. And I had to learn that the hard way. You're blowing remember, my mind, Belle. You're blowing yeah. my mind. Go on. I can remember being in um, a particular RWA class and it was a very good teacher and it was a very good class. And she taught me a lot, just not what she thought she was teaching me, which was fabulous. But she was saying, okay, so go through your work and take a highlighter. Highlight every time you do setting. Highlight every time something's about character. Highlight every time something's a plot point or an action. Um, and then try to make it balanced throughout the book. So I did that and it was not balanced at all. And how did it skew? I, I am very emotional and action. Action, I was going to say, you, you're an action girl. Yeah. yeah. I write action and I write emotion. Mm -hmm. I don't write uh, setting very well. I'm proficient at it, which is all that I need to be. Exactly. Yeah. But that's when I learned it's as much, if I write a book where it's all balanced, it's not going to sound like me. That's amazing. So that's, that's what I learned the hard way. I'm all emotion dialogue and smell like just I'm, no, I, I'm terrible at smell everything has to have a smell every everything <laughs> I'm I, I try to put like one smell in, in the, a book, in the whole book because I will notice that it's not there and half the time it's fire I'm like <laughs> that's a really good smell I'm like what doesn't smell bad fire <laughs> my but sister has a uh, she has a perfume I think it's by um, I Hate Perfume, the CB, whatever it is, uh, and it's Burning Leaves. Oh, and it nice. smells like yeah. burning leaves. It's amazing. Um, can you give us a quick craft tip of any sort? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, once again, it, I mean, there, there are so many. <laughs> that when you give these, your, your mind is just like buzzing. Which, which one are we going to do? Um, so the one that was fun for me to learn, and it keeps me from... Uh, keeps me out of trouble is that luck can come into a story in the first act. You can have luck. Doesn't matter if it's good luck or bad luck, mm -hmm. but after the first act, everything luck has to go away in the story. Every action has to be because of a decision that mm -hmm. a character makes. It can't be because of luck. Um, the actions have to come out of the decisions and that's it. I learned that the hard way. I think maybe a lot of us learned that the hard way. I think so too. So yeah. listeners, this is this is an absolutely true and salient point and um and but I really like how succinctly you say it. It's it's it, people don't uh they just don't connect to luck. No. You know. 
Mm-mm. It's not. It's not interesting. Even if it's, no, a, it's even if it's a, a huge stroke of good or bad luck. Yeah. In those in those second two acts, it's just not believable. No. Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't have any emotional yeah. resonance. Yeah. At all. Fantastic. On really bad days, what other profession do you wish you had? I, oh I, my gosh, this one is so. I easy. can't wait to hear your answer. I would be a Disneyland jungle cruise skipper. It is my dream job. If I could give everything up right now. I would easily give up writing to be a Disneyland Jungle Cruise skipper. I believe you. I believe you. And you love writing as much as you love anything that is not your family. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just want to tell cheesy jokes and go around in a loop on a boat all day and pretend to shoot at hippos. And they have such joy doing that. They They seem to have real joy. I think they get fired if they're not actually joyful. I don't know how you could not be joyful doing that. You tell everybody, you know, wave goodbye to the beautiful people on the dock. <laughs> now goodbye, say goodbye to the ugly ones. They need love too. <laughs> I want to go on the Adrian cruise. <laughs> I'm so corny. I love it. I love it. I have been near you when you, you are near Disneyland and, and you do, ha- you, you glow, you glow. I do. <laughs> and if you were starting over as a new writer right now, yeah. what advice would you give baby Adrian? It's, it's, uh, it's not, it's not a race. Um, there's no finish line. There's absolutely no finish line. Um, I would tell myself if I was starting all over again, take a breath. It's enjoy your accomplishments, but at no time are you going to be like, that's it. I've done it. I literally had that realization again yesterday. Yeah. Driving. I keep having it over and over and over again. Yeah. How do you feel about it when you realize that? Does it make you feel better or worse? <laughs> In both at the same time? Yeah, me too. <laughs> like bad and then good and then bad again? Yeah, I had the thought yesterday. I was walking the dogs and I was like, what if I had a book that became, you know, I, I every every writer wants to have the book that is a breakout success, you know, the next J.K. Rowling or whatever it is. And I was I was enjoying that fantasy and then, and then my brain went, well, but I, I would just have to keep writing. So really, what is the point? Exactly. Then you'd get up and tomorrow would be Wednesday and you'd be at it again. Yeah. Yeah. That whole adaptive thing that we have in our brains that, that we adapt to anything. Even, be, even being J.K. Rowling, she's got to get up and, and write. You and know? she's still writing too. Yeah. I mean, you, it's just when it's your work, it's just your work. It's, it's your not work. like a plumber gets done with their job and they're like, damn, I fixed the hell out of that toilet. Never and have to do it again for anyone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're never oh. going to get a medal and be like, that's it. My crown and glory like, you get up the next day and you're going to go to work. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, pace yourself. What's good about it is that no matter how bad you screw up, there's, it's not a race. You haven't failed anything. Oh yeah. You can get up tomorrow, do it again. You might have to change your name. You, but who hasn't? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you and I both have. <laughs> exactly. You might have to change your name. You might have to, you know, change your agent you might have to change your genre your your... exactly but you get up tomorrow and you try again Uh, and that's why i love you um you are delightful as always 100 you pretty lady what tell us where you are would you please tell us about hook also i know i know the hook of hook but please describe it for us because i think it's fantastic okay so it's in, in a new series of mine um before this i wrote uh romantic suspense it was very light romantic suspense it was sort of bridget jones meets uh you know 007 that's a great way to put it that's exactly what you write oh my gosh but, um so this is a little bit different for me it still has that humor and that sense of action 
But uh, this series, The Exiles of the Realm, is about a group of fairy tale bad guys that are exiled from their world and tossed to Earth, which is like their prison planet. <laughs> There's no magic here. And they are cursed uh, until they can find love to be able to go back home. You have told me this before, and I freaked out then, and I just got goosebumps all over again. <laughs> I, this is why you are the plot whisperer. Your, I... your writing is so insanely good, and your ideas are just so insanely in amazing. Thank you. Uh, okay, so where can we find you and, and that? You can find me on all major vendors. <laughs> Adrienne Bell. And your website is? Uh, AdrienneBell.net. Perfect. And uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm just like everybody else in the world. <laughs> Findable. Just, exactly. Throw a rock and you'll hit me. I'm not hiding. <laughs> Thank you so much, Adrienne. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna see my girl on Saturday. So you know, if you guys want to rewatch this, you can see her again. But I'm looking forward to seeing you on Saturday. <laughs> I can't wait to see you. We're okay, my dear. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write. You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends. Thank you.